Welcome to the See You Next Summer podcast. I am your host, Billy Pollahan, and with me as always is the uh, Jacob to my Edward, uh, Mr. Raul Rodriguez. How you doing, buddy? It was Nessie what I'm doing this podcast, Billy. Nessie? You nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> okay, right Ness. <laughs> yeah. Come on, is that necessary? But I'm just... I am the son of a chief, and I want to fuck the baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, first off, I have to retract my statement. He, to- <laughs> he, he totally wants to fuck that baby. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. The grooming is so, so bad. But there's a lot of things that are so, so bad, like the terrible wigs. But they get worse. There's an amazing scene in these two movies. Well, like three different really good scenes. There are some pretty good scenes. We'll talk about it. We're here to talk about the finale of Twilight Month. No guests this time. Again, just scheduling. But they, they've been on the show before. And uh, we hope to have them on uh, for a very specific month. But yeah, we're talking about Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2. So... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, because Raul calls it Twilight Endgame. Uh, Endgame. <laughs> it's very creepy how much Endgame borrows from this movie. I see you, movies. Disney. I see you. <laughs> if if only Breaking Dawn Part 1 was Avengers Infinity War, where, every, where half the cast ends up dead. That would have been great. Imagine Arrow snapping his fingers and half of the wolves and vampires disappear. That would have been a great ending. <laughs> yeah, it's compared to the ending that we got, which is very anticlimactic. But just imagine Arrow. Ah! <laughs> oh, I'll do it later. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, we're doing Breaking Dawn, the end of the TCU for a lot of teenage girls that they don't give a fuck about the MCU. This is yep. their... This is their MCU. This is their Star Wars. And wow. I also, I forgot how slow was Breaking Down Part 1. Yeah, much like Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, which started the whole Part 1, Part 2 shit that didn't last very long. Uh, Part 1 is just the setup. It's the first half of the story. So it takes place a few months after Eclipse. And... Um, we get um, the black house on the on the reservation. Mm-hmm. Jacob, of course, storms out of the house, takes off his shirt. Jacob, keep your shirt on. No. <laughs> and uh, not even John Rocker could have stopped him or taking out taking off yep, his shirt. No, he's just like no, Jacob, come back because it turns out it's uh, Isabella Marie Swan and Edward Anthony Mason. Cullen. Mm-hmm. Also, Mason with an E instead of an O. Yeah. Because he's old. <laughs> but very first problem uh, that Edward and Bella invited Jacob to their wedding. Of course he wasn't going to show up. Like, really? Also, it's very insulting to do that to somebody. Also, knowing the history. Also, especially Edward, how the fuck did you let Bella to print the invite? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, Jacob changes into a wolf and then uh yeah, so um both of Bella's parents received the invitations. Mm-hmm. The look on Charlie's face, he is so like, "Oh my god, my daughter is a lost cause." And mm-hmm. he is 
has this face throughout the entire last two movies. And the the face of Renee's husband that we never saw in all of the five movies. The stupid goatee. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it's clear very early on that Charlie is still probably upset about Edward breaking Bella's heart. Mm-hmm. But um, the mom, Renee, over the moon excited. Mm-hmm. And the Cullens are preparing their estate because they're getting married at the Cullen house because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a pretty sweet place to get married. And they have spared no expense. And especially because Alice is the one that's doing everything. She really is. Like, she'd make a heck of a wedding planner. But this is the other thing I'm like, I'm not a woman, but I have noticed that a lot of women, they always like to do all of the details in their own weddings. The way that Bella doesn't give a fuck about her own wedding, or not, of her not like grabbing like the things about the flowers, or maybe a little about the chairs, or caring about a lot of stuff. I'm well, like, yeah, that's that's some women. My mom didn't give a shit about the wedding like details because they will go through like hundreds and hundreds of choices and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just stop. Just pick whatever looks good. And plus, she probably trusts Alice to make it look good. Alice has tastes, of course. Yes, she does. And she's looking like a flapper with her terrible wig. And you know, a thing that I have never noticed until I, I was listening to a podcast uh, where Amanda the Jedi is there. She said, and, the, and I quote, that there's, a, there's some gay subtext between Alice and Bella, especially how Alice wants to do everything for her with the, like, the gifts and selecting like clothes and everything. I'm like, it took me 10, 15 years to notice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh and then they're just like, uh, okay, Bella, so just go home, get lots of beauty sleep for the big day. And of course, she has a nightmare. But it's amazing nightmare. It's pretty sweet. Like everyone's dressed in white and she's like, like everything is white, mm-hmm. which is very reflective because most of the people are white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then she sees the Volturi are behind Edward and stuff. And then this amazing Watchmen style, like bloodbath. Yeah. The part of their bodies and the, and the photos behind the scenes. It's like, that would make a heck of a wedding. Album. No, especially I'm impressed that almost all of the actors were doing it. Even Anna Kendrick, she's almost at the top. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they're over dramatically, just uh, yeah. on the ground. And uh, so Edward, then he of course reveals more backstory to her. He he was Batman. He was uh, her... watching Zorro, and then he killed some rapists. No, 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 no. He wasn't watching Zorro. He was watching know, the Brat. The... Bride of Frankenstein. I was making a lie. Oh, oh, <laughs> because he was at the movie theater in the 30s. That's, that's true. That's true. He had a s- different haircut and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, he only killed men who mm-hmm. murdered and victimized other people. So basically, he was Dexter before Dexter. Mm, that's a little sexist. Were, there's also women that they're evil too. Yeah, but because he have killed Ruby and Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Or Maria. Oh, yes. Um, and he's just like, uh, yeah, Bella, when you become a vampire, um, you're going to have an urge to hunt for human blood. It's going to be strong. And then after that, we get that nightmare of the Volturi and then, um, she has to go through her wedding day without having slept. Mm -hmm. And then we actually see Rosalie warming up to Bella 
because we saw her backstory and everything, and they're pretty okay now. And they're doing the getting the bride ready. And then and, we see uh, Anna Kendrick, her one of her only two lines of dialogue in the in this last movie. She's like, ah, oh, she's getting married at eighteen. She's terribly pregnant. <laughs> or, no, no, no. You think she's gonna show? What the fuck, Jess? She's not pregnant. Who else gets married at eighteen? For that reason. And, and then, then uh, Charlie noticing all of the graduation caps. <laughs> yeah, he's like, what is this? And then uh, Esme is like, oh, creative. Again, everybody in the Cullen family, hot. <laughs> Literally everybody. And then uh, Charlie ends up seeing the bridesmaid party. And it seems like Alice is the maid of honor. It just seems, <laughs> I, I feel like that's where it was. And there is a problem with that later on. We'll, we'll get to the reception. Mm-hmm. But um, Bella's parents, actually, because Charlie Charlie's there to give Bella this sapphire-encrusted hair comb mm-hmm. to wear in her hair. Something it, on something blue. Yes, much like... Uh, it seems that Bella really likes blue. Mm-hmm. She just works really well with the color blue. And then uh, we see... That she has having anxiety walking down the aisle. But Stephanie Meyer, she's like, you go, girl. She was right there between the crowd. She does make a cameo. I noticed that, too. (laughs) And Charlie, again, he just has this pained look on his face. Like, he is in so much pain. Uh, If I was Charlie, I would be happy, though, because I did not put a dime into this wedding. (laughs) That is true. And then uh, we get a very quick wedding where it's just like, do you, do you? All right, good, kiss her. Then they share a passionate kiss. And we see various guests, including the Clearwater siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the Denali sisters. The Denali sisters, who we will talk about because mm-hmm. one of them, uh, Irina, is very important to the plot. Super and- important. <laughs> Oh, man, I forget which one. Um, the one with the electric powers? Oh, uh, no, that's um, no, that's one of them. But uh, mm-hmm. one of the Denali's, I know her from The Witcher, actually. Ooh. Uh, Tanya. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, there's a lot of people where it's just like, I've seen you before. And then uh, I, I looked them up and I'm like, oh, okay. So this is where they came from. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they get the kiss where it just feels like, oh, yeah, and her old school, quote unquote, friends, which is Mike, <laughs> Jessica, Angela and Eric and their last appearance because they, they didn't serve any purpose whatsoever. I'm surprised that Eric was still straight with Angela. I thought he was gay. <laughs> yeah, with the helmet hair that he had. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reception, however, is a bit bumpier than the wedding. The wedding actually runs pretty smoothly. Mm hmm. So they get the Denali clan, um, the cousin vampires of from Alaska. Mm-hmm. And then Arena is very upset to see the vampire or the werewolves there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's, she was in love with Laurent, the guy from uh, the first two movies. First two movies. And uh, she's like, he was going to be good. And this is our first Fast and Furious retcon because it's yes. like okay i guess laurent had a girlfriend who was arena maggie grace by the way from mm-hmm. lost and taken you've definitely seen her um 
and she just has a fit. Everybody else in the Denali's is cool. And uh, then everybody starts giving a speech. Yes, for some fucking reason. Even fucking Anna Kendrick gets a speech. Yeah, this is my problem. Um, Alice, I understand. She's probably the maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Um, who else gives a speech? Charlie gives a speech. Emmett. That's fine. Oh, Emmett's probably the best man. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes sense. Emmett's speech, also, he's an idiot. He's yep. just like, yeah, forget about sleep, Bella. Uh, you're not going to have it. And pl- basically saying, everybody there assumes that Bella is pregnant now. It's just like, way to go, Emmett. <laughs> um, Charlie, that makes sense. Father of the bride, mm-hmm. that sometimes happens. But then Anna Kendrick gets a speech for whatever reason, and uh, Edward speaks at his own wedding. Mm-hmm. Why? That never happens. The groom and the bride never do this. This is for them. Me, like, what me, the me, hell? In the Condon Cut, Seth gave a speech. Billy Black gave a speech. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody gave a speech. Everybody basically. <laughs> gave a speech and then you get like the humans dancing they can't dance for shit they're white people dancing Mm -hmm. and then you get the vampires dancing they're actually dancing pretty good Mm -hmm. alice dancing and looking like a 20s flapper back in the day everyone's got some moves and then uh edward's just like hey uh bella why don't you just uh come with me i got a little private present for you which i was just like Yeah, um, so Jacob actually does show up, mm-hmm. and then he's like, I need to see you one last time before you turn, and they um, they have a dance, and then... She just um, got married! <laughs> yeah. Like... Probably sniffing her hair and all that shit, but uh, then she drops the bombshell, I'm not gonna turn on my honeymoon. And it's still going to be a regular honeymoon, if you know what I mean. Wink, I wink. want the full day, Jacob. That's what I'm uh, saying. <laughs> yeah, but then Jacob all of a sudden just snaps and he's like, uh, Edward, what the fuck, dude? You're going to kill her. Mm. Because, yeah, he probably would snap her in half. <laughs> Again, the last time I'm going to mention this, it's like having sex with Superman. You don't yep. do it because it, he'll fucking snap you in half. Mm hmm. Does that actually happen? You'll see. Um, mm-hmm. And like he grabs her arms and everything and is like, I won't let you do this. Once again, Jacob trying to possessive, be very possessive. But uh, the rest of the tribe comes and they get Je- Jacob away. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam, the leader, is like, Bella's no longer our concern. And then they go to the honeymoon, which yeah. you seem at first it's like, also, they didn't tell Bella where the honeymoon was. It's a surprise. That's creepy. Very. And she has a moment with her mom, and she has a moment with Charlie. And uh, after that, it turns out they're going to Brazil. Mm-hmm. They're going to Rio. But... Not to um, see the birds. No. <laughs> um, No, Edward actually takes Bella to a real-life private island, which you can buy on an Airbnb. Unfortunately, it's $3,500. A night. Holy, holy crap. Wait, yes. do you get the Mexican wish lady? Uh, I, uh, part, of, <laughs> part, of it, part of the package? I wish, but this is a, a private island off the coast, mm-hmm. which you can only get there by boat or by helicopter. Mm. And it's an island that Carlisle bought for Esme, which is why it's called Isle Esme. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then uh, they get two caretakers later. Um, <laughs> they have the worst job ever. It's a pretty sweet place for a honeymoon. Like, seriously, it's awesome. It's unnecessarily, like, extravagant. Yes. But Carlisle's got that money. So oh, he, he has, though. So, I was so he can that. afford that. Because in technically, in context, technically, Carlisle is more than 500 years old. So yeah, I was been around Billy, for a while. I'm pretty sure that fucking Carlisle found some treasures. He was with some pirates. That's why he has to stash a lot of money, though. I'm oh, pretty sure yeah. he was one of the first investors on AT and T. Like he has the he has the 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 bonds like in the movie Holes with Shia LaBeouf, and he has his his <laughs> treasure chest of all of the bonds. <laughs> oh yeah, and then uh, so they're gonna the sex scene. The sex scene. So Ed, uh, Bella starts to freshen up and everything. Mm-hmm. The fact she's only now just shaving her legs and shit. It's like, why did you not think about this, Bella? But you know, I think the first Ed- thing that Edward, came Edward doesn't care, probably. He's he doesn't care, but when, when you said her that she was shaving her legs, I just remember seeing the first scary movie three. She's like shaving her legs. I was like, that was a long winter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then uh, they go into the lake or the ocean mm-hmm. and start making out, and then they get to this really, really awesome bed mm-hmm. set up. And uh, let's just say splinters everywhere. Oh, that poor bed. Yeah. Um, Bella's in a lot of pain. No, the way... He's, he's, he's rock hard, am I right? Like a mm-hmm. diamond. Also, the symbolism of... It was just like, he's like, finally, and he destroys the whole fucking... <laughs> the rest of the bed. I was like... Crrr. You just hear the wood... Yeah, and you just see splinters everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he doesn't even ask if she's okay or anything. No, he doesn't. Um, and then uh, we see that Bella gets a bunch of bruises from it, mm-hmm. and that. Um, and, and then they play chess for ten minutes. Oh just... yeah, they. You you see the next morning, everything is just fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. You swear, like. A bunch of chickens were just slaughtered there <laughs> because there's that many feathers everywhere. Mm-hmm. You feel really bad for the caretakers. And uh, then they play sexy games of chess and go skinny dipping in a uh, in a pond or like a like a waterfall. No, and I put out here Gustavo and Carrecho charge triple because of how much they clean. Oh, yeah. And uh Edward's just like, yeah, the wife suspects that I'm not human, but mm-hmm. really, who gives a shit? And then Bella, she, this is a weird mix of eating yogurt, chicken, and peanut butter at the same time. Well, weird cravings, Ew. because also, like, they did make love again yeah, the second time, but like even one point, I was just like, yeah, because that's what you want to do on a honeymoon. You just play seductive games of chess. Mm-hmm. Use, the, use the pieces for butt plugs. Also, this is a P-13 movie. They cannot have a lot of sex scenes. Yeah, but it turns out, oh, she's sick. And then she's just like, don't you look at me. <laughs> and then it's like, I'm late. What? Because, of course, Bella gets pregnant. Dun, dun, dun. The face that, and then immediately Edward 
like a deadbeat dad is just mm-hmm. like like the face he makes is like oh shit you mm-hmm. know in the context that it's because he's like this shouldn't be possible mm-hmm. but it's just he is showing that it's like oh man he's gonna be a deadbeat and also that's the thing edward you knew that there was a possibility you have heard the rumor and the myth that you can impregnate a, a human lady I'm pretty sure, even without mentioning here on the book in the movie, Edward did it without a condom. He did not take any pre- pre- no. pre- precaution. He doesn't even know what a condom is. It, was like, <laughs> like, like, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't work anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we also cut to LaPush, baby. LaPush. Yes. And Jacob and his tribe. And Jacob is part of the loners, along with like Leah and Seth. Mm-hmm. And... Um, He's just like, oh, Bella's going to die soon. And uh, he's like, hey, at least I get to kill Edward once the treaty's broken. But Sam's just like, no, I'm still alpha. And we decide when the treaty's broken. Uh, uh, and, and also, you and forgot then, about the the Latina woman saying something ominous. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> um, which is what you should tell every pregnant woman. Because um, she felt something move in <laughs> her already. And uh, the, the lady was just like, death <laughs> oh and we get a quick um and scene about what imprinting is mm. or like it, we learn that leah was actually with sam mm-hmm. but he broke up with her because he imprinted on his fiance emily mm-hmm. and that's how a lot of the the wolves um they find their soulmates is by imprinting Imprinting feels kind of like a first crush kind of thing, though. Yeah, especially later, it does. Mm. It does not end well. <laughs> uh, and then, um, oh, oh, yeah, and Leah is just like uh, imprinting would at least rid a pack member of a very real heartbreak, heartache, mm-hmm. hint, hint. And she's just like, Jacob, fucking get over this bitch, mm-hmm. seriously, dude, stop. And I'm like, thank you, Leah. And then. We they go back to Forks and Jacob was like, oh, no, is it true? And then we see Rosalie and everybody's having an argument of the the Collins get divided into pro-life and going against it. <laughs> oh, God. The Rosalie's line because uh, Alice is just like, what do we do with the fetus? Say what it is, Alice. It's a baby. <laughs> it's a little baby. Because, so yeah, Rosalie's pro-life. Mm-hmm. We know this is because she can't have children of her own. Yes. It's not a context. Yes. So it actually does make sense. Oh, yeah. And uh, Jacob. Um, so they basically just told Charlie um, that. She got a buck, a virus. Yeah. Because now she's looking gaunt. Like, it's literally sucking the life out of her. There's mm-hmm. a very, very clear difference. And then they have to call Charlie and basically say, trick him into thinking that she's dying, even mm-hmm. though she is. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, just picture me like I'm healthy and all that stuff. And he is, of course, like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, what? You're in some hospital in Switzerland? What the fuck, Bella? I thought we were over this. And I thought you were Switzerland. Yeah. <laughs> but then Jacob course actually does he tells or is that is that later 
Uh, the suggestion about the blood? Yeah. It's almost around here, though, because I forgot that the my notes are like basically almost for, for part one, there's no lines because barely nothing happens. I think the first we see the wolf meeting where all of the wolves are talking. Oh, God, it's so bad. I was like, this is an abomination in our land. We couldn't control this thirst. We have to kill Bella. And Jacob was like, no, I will not. I'm the grandson of Ephraim Black. I'm the son of a chief. And fuck you. And I'm like, do you just leave the scene just like that? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. This is after. So Jacob comes by to visit mm-hmm. because he knows that Bella is back. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, he's like a fucking stalker. And uh, then they're just like, oh, okay. Um, j- you might as well just see how she looks. And then he clearly sees that she looks like absolute shit. He even mm-hmm. says that he's like, you look terrible. Yeah. And uh, it says in the IMDb description, uh, Jacob goes upstairs to find Rosalie standing in front of Bella like a protective mother bear. Yep. That's <laughs> true. Basically, she's very protective of Bella at this point. It's a great character arc. And, also uh, because I think that Rosie's just like, if she dies, I can keep the baby. Yeah, and and the rest of her body is beginning to look more emaciated. Her cheeks and face sunken and sallow. It's very true. And Carlisle also, says the, the embryonic sac is too strong to be punctured by a probe needle. Mm-hmm. And an ultrasound cannot see inside it. So they mm-hmm. don't even know what gender it is. Mm-hmm. And Alice can't see any of the visions of the baby. And they're just looking for not even Bella, nothing <laughs> they're just using google for vampire human offsprings they have no idea what they're doing because mm-hmm. this never happens it's and, surprising that the yeah. brazilian uh, uh hybrid from the finale was didn't have a google website conveniently <laughs> for the plot yeah <laughs> uh but also we get the 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 wolf meeting that Jacob was like, oh no, I'm I'm a, I'm a legacy wolf. I should be the chief. Fuck you, Sam. And then and then we we know that that the fucking the the fetus is eating Bella from the inside out. Literally at this point, because Jacob makes a snide remark, and then Ed, Edward's just like, of course, reading Jacob's mind, he's just like, uh, um, why don't we just give her? blood because mm-hmm. it is half vampire after all and it wouldn't it's not a vegetarian it wouldn't need actual blood and she looks and super I, like super anorexic like uh like oh. in honest she looks like skeletor she does it's it's very kudos on the makeup mm-hmm. like i don't know what the how long it was for kristen stewart to be in that makeup but yeah she pulled it off like a champ it did not look comfortable and I love that they serve her the the blood in a sippy cup. <laughs> With a oh straw. yeah, in, in a styrofoam cup. Yeah, like where did that come from? <laughs> and uh, maybe and they got delivered some food and they forgot to use that cup. <laughs> knowing the Collins, yeah, right. Um, yeah, but it was for but Edward. Though. Actually, does take Jacob aside and is just like, "Look, I have some concerns mm-hmm. because this could kill Bella. You were right, and uh, if it doesn't, then just fuck off." Leave us alone. Mm. But if it does end up killing Bella, uh, yeah, man, just kill me. I'll mm-hmm. give you what you always wanted. Yeah, and then we pass on time and we see that Carla is empty at our, at our back and we see in the trash that Bella has already consumed maybe like 15 bl- blood bag, bags. Yeah, she consumes a lot. 
And then after this, like you said, uh, Edward said that. And then Edward notices also that he can listen to the baby's thoughts. And yeah, then... also the fact that the baby can think of coherent thoughts and the fact that it's a fucking... Or sorry, the fetus can think of uh, coherent mm-hmm. yeah, thoughts. Yeah, the fetus. And then Jacob goes to goes to save Esme and Carla and Emmett because they were trying to hunt. He was taking care of them. Because mm-hmm. also we forgot to mention, it was so quick, Jacob, Leah, and Seth, they joined Jacob to protect the baby because Sam and the other ones want to kill her. And then we get into... I cannot believe we're almost at the end. We got into the birth scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the birth scene. This um, is an amazing fucking scene. Yeah. This is the redeeming quality of part one. The birth Ooh. scene. It's so bad. I mean, in the sense of, like, not how it's executed, but... I mean, horror. It's, it's, it is a straight-up horror movie. Impressive, yeah, Bill Condon. Impressive. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's hooked up to an IV. She is mm-hmm. so gaunt and frail. She can't even really stand without people helping her. Mm-hmm. And uh, even Jacob can't heat her up with his hotness. Yeah, and then she gives the... The first thing would have been idiotic if he, if he would have been a boy. Edward Jacob together. EJ. EJ sounds pretty cool, but Edward Jacob? Oh, hell no. Ugh. And then it's like, I was thinking of another name for a girl. I was thinking of our moms, Renee and Esme. So I thought, Renesme. Renesme Skywalker. A fucking J- uh, Edward's response is, I think it's beautiful. And I would just be like, uh, no, that's a really stupid idea, Bella. And there were some real people that named Renee. There were some real babies that were named Renesme when this movie I was going to ask you about yes. that. Were there actual people? Yes. That, like, I, oh, my God. Like, I can understand, like, a pet being mm-hmm. named Renesme or something like that. I should have named my cat Renesme. It would have been a good joke. Uh, <laughs> well, you can always get a third cat. <laughs> Yeah, and then we get into a really super realistic. I love the sound, the way that she breaks her back. Oh God, I'll have you describe. But she's like, a, she tells us like, yeah, it's gonna be Renesme, and all of a sudden we see Rosalie is holding her back. I don't know if it was Carlisle was trying to give her another CP cup of blood, and she cannot grab it. And then I was like, oh. <laughs> And then she she's already like halfway there and she cannot even hold herself because her back is already broken and one part of her legs get broke too and then Edward immediately jumps to grab her from the head. And oh, yeah, then, she turns into a question mark. She That's turns how into bad a question it is. mark. Her fucking back literally breaks. It's uh, ooh. I it's weird though, especially because didn't didn't also the Dana Rises came out in 2012? Yes. So two backs were broken on this year in cinematic history. Bella's back. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, no, it was 2011. That was 2011. Yeah, so Breaking Dawn did it first. was Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh. Which is weird to think that it's been 10 years since this franchise ended. Damn. Isn't that weird? Mm -hmm. 10 years. And, uh, but yeah, she's going into labor. 
So uh, I'm, again, I'm reading the IMDb. Yeah, they need the morphine. And so I was like, we need to let it out. And then we see that Rosalie, she's trying to open her womb. And then she gets infatuated with the blood. And then Jiggle's like, oh, no. And then he tackles Rosalie. Another thing, everybody seems to be okay with the blood, except for Rosalie. It Uh, is weird, though. You see, she's given a C-section because the baby has to be taken out Mm -hmm. immediately because uh, the placenta has detached from the body. And Mm -hmm. yeah, the baby needs to be taken out immediately. And you just hear Bella's screams like oh no. man <laughs> and then after that and so then yeah, she gets Edward, a fucking c-section no no anesthetics uses, uses his mouth to open her womb well that gives a whole meaning different meaning to uh you know eating mm. someone out <laughs> good one <laughs> the, the, I, can, oh. I did not think that through yeah he was eating her out wow yeah. So, uh, and, Bella can't be changed until the baby comes out. Mm-hmm. But the baby is destroying Bella from the inside out. It's literally a parasite. Yeah. And then, uh, the baby's a girl, and it's Renesme mm-hmm. smiles, and she's so happily on the chest. And then the baby, the weight of the baby crushes her chest, and her, and then she dies. But also, the baby bit Bella. Oh, yeah. Also, you fucking bitch. I was like, you fucking asshole baby. You just made your mother. You immediately bite her? Uh, (laughs) Well, she is half vampire, so yeah. Yeah, I know. And then... Okay, and then they try CPR, and then Edward just just, like conveniently looks in the drawer and is like, here's a syringe of my venom. Venom, venom. Venom. My sparkly cum. (laughs) Sticks it right in her chest, (laughs) Mm -hmm. hoping that the venom will help. And then he's he he slips his axe. He's like, "Come on, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. do it!" And then he starts biting her from all the important major arterial mm-hmm. places, like the wrist and the thigh. And Jacob, and... so so telenovela. You know what? I'm not gonna kill you. I'm just gonna see you suffer. And I'm like, I want you to live with it. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, since they were distracting the wolves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to be the big enemy in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, he goes outside and he starts to cry, and then Seth and uh, Seth yeah. realizes, "Oh shit, Bella didn't make it." Mm-hmm. And then they're like, "Uh oh." Um, the other wolves get the, the gossip. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Edward's just struggling so hard, and uh, then he goes so to the fence. Sam- yeah, and Sam house. learns that Bella is dead, mm-hmm. and uh, the baby killed her. And then he just goes, uh, "Yeah, we're gonna kill uh, that baby, mm-hmm. and also we're going to war because now the treaty's broken." Yeah, and so they start fighting with the Collins, a quick fight, and then but we see in this we see Jacob walking back to the house because he wants to kill Renesme. He wants to kill the 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 baby. And he immediately sees the beautiful, taunting CGI oh. face of the baby. Oh, it's a nightmare. And especially the poetry. It's like gravity. You center. You center shifts. It's not like Earth holding you. You will be anything for her. A friend, a brother, a protector, a, a sexual groomer. lover, a groomer. Oh. 
god it's he's literally explaining what imprinting is and he imprints on renesme mm-hmm. and then her creepy ass nightmare inducing cgi face it's not as bad as part two but it's still fucking creepy but we didn't get that doll though no, no. <laughs> uh and uh so yeah he's imprinted and uh and then Jacob rosalie's caring the for renet mm-hmm. rosalie's the only one that's caring for renesme by the way Mm-hmm. And so Edward, Alice, and Jasper are defending the house. Um, and then all the other Collins show up, and they're about to fight and everything. And they fight for like maybe like two minutes. Yeah, it's really quick. And then Jacob shows up. It was like, uh, and then Edward, because he reads the thoughts of of Jacob, he imprinted her. I was like, they cannot do any anything harm. Is their most absolute law. Yeah, I'm it's like, basically it's basically diplomatic immunity. That's plot convenience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god, the IMDb description of this. It's the most absolute law. The wolves back off and leave, respecting Jacob's new mate. Basically, mm-hmm. this one's for you, Maggie. I'ma fuck that baby. <laughs> <laughs> Which and is also then, a Dan, it's a Dane Cook joke as well. And then we get into after this, we see that everybody's cleaning up around Bella and her body. And Carla was like, I cannot believe it. I was like, maybe maybe it was never going to be on time for the Venom. As we see all of the time, we see here a piece of the piano. Dun, 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 dun. And we see Bella and we see her arteries. And we see all of the Venom spray. And then I start thinking, like the X-Men oh, logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, the no, not only that, but... This is her Spider-Man transformation. Yes, that too. And uh, so Carlisle actually points out, he's like, Bella's heart is still beating. Mm-hmm. How the hell did you not notice that? Could you not feel a heartbeat? Mm-hmm. So they were just waiting. They just couldn't feel it, I guess, because of the morphine. Okay, And also he was focused on the commands. He That's did true. Do- <laughs> That's true. So they just put a fuck ton of venom in her. And now the venom is taking effect, and then uh, she gets a fairy tale first... makeover. Well, does she though? And uh, then we just see the healing process, and we get another montage. This is like the third montage of this entire series of Bella's memories of her <laughs> childhood to her adulthood, and it's a the last memory is a happy one with a mustacheless Charlie and her. Uh, mother mm-hmm. when they were still together um and then it ends on a horror movie uh shot because now her skin and skin is pale opens the eyes they're red bella's a vampire but then we get a mid-credits scene ah! the only one in the franchise mm-hmm. uh i have so... the dialogue and we yeah, hear the song, I didn't mean it, baby. Really good song, though. <laughs> I didn't mean it. It's one of my alarms. And she's like, uh, and then we see the secretary for New Moon. If you forgot about the the secret, the human secretary. And she's walking with, with, a, with a letter. She's like, ah. Oh. I was like, it's from Carla. And it's spelled with an S with Bianca. <laughs> and then he orders Felix and the other one. I was like, it, he just added a new member to his cabin. Oh, increasing his power. Ah, for it was the spelling, then the grammar. And we see that they're going to kill the secretary. Well, at least our dispute with the colonists is over. Over. 
our dispute goes beyond no, the, on a, of the fate of a mere human. But the, what that will be, they have something I want. And we will find um, that out in the sequel. In the sequel. Oh. <laughs> For the final time, because now we got Breaking Dawn, part two. Dun, the final dun, movie. Dun, dun. <laughs> the final movie. <laughs> And, and then so Edward, we, the deleted scene, Edward's like, let's get this son of a bitch to the motorist. This motorist son of a bitch. <laughs> so, to be fair, it does start off immediately where the last mm-hmm. one ended. Bella has now become a vampire. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, her everything is like sharpened. Like all her senses, her vision, her taste, her smell. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, oh, she's a brand new woman. And I'm like, no, it's She's just literally herself now. She has some mascara on her. Like, she has some makeup yeah. on. That's it. There's and nothing eyes. different about her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the inconsistent red eyes. The inconsistent yes. eye color is really, really um, present in this these two movies. Yes. It was very distracting because, like, sometimes they'd have yellow eyes. Sometimes they'd have red eyes, which I thought that red eyes were only for... For people, for vampire, vampires that eat humans. But yes, then also and for newborns. The vegans are the ones that have brown, goldish eyes. Yes. It's a little confusing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Bella immediately is like, of course, I want to see my baby. Mm-hmm. But she is a newborn, so she's also very bloodthirsty. And Edward's just like, all right, you got to feed on blood before you see the baby. Mm-hmm. And then they go out. They do the running, the the weird running, the flash and, running, uh, the flash running, and uh, oh yeah! By the way, it turns out since she's a newborn, she's the strongest of all of them now. You, it was established in Eclipse that they get really yeah. strong for one. So she year. actually gives um, uh, Edward a hug mm-hmm. and is actually able to be stronger than him for once. Mm-hmm. And she's actually really loving just the freedom and everything. And then of course he's a deer. But then she notices a free climbing rock, uh, rock climber. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he skins his knee, and then she starts to lose control immediately. Mm-hmm. Edward's just like, "Oh no, uh, we got to go down!" And then she actually does. Yeah, she technically immediately. Uh, so she was about to almost to see the guy, but then Edward's like, "Come on, you can do it. You can restrain yourself." And I was like, oh, okay. And then we see, she sees another deer and then a, a leopard. What's a leopard, um, right? I'm, I'm, no, it's a mountain lion. Mountain lion, sorry. A mountain lion is about to jump on the deer. And Bell's like, Wah! And then she tackles the, the mountain lion. And it was like, wow, I'm impressed that you can, like, that you can restrain yourself for your first day as a newborn. And she walks in and we see that Rosalie is holding Renesme. Oh, and God, the face. That face. And the then, creepy ass CG face that gives me nightmares to this. And then Renesme is holding uh, Bella's, and then is Renesme showing her her first memory of her mother that Bella was a corpse saying "You're beautiful" before she died. Oh yeah, and um, Jacob's there, so mm-hmm. Jacob actually sees her again. She's just like, "Now I know what everybody's talking about. You do stink." Mm-hmm. And then he he's actually like. Yeah, you guys look good together. 
and, and he's also, truly, truly over Bella at this point. And also, technically, Renesmee's power is a combination of Aros power, Alice, and Edward. So, yeah, few powers into one. Which you would think that it would be a combination of Edward's and Bella's. Edward's makes sense mm-hmm. with the reading the thoughts and stuff. Unless there were more than one father. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, no, dun, I'm dun. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, then she holds the baby, creepy mm-hmm. baby, and uh, we get to the iconic scene. Oh, where uh, Jacob is also very insistent. He's like, "Okay, that's enough." And then <laughs> she's like, "Jacob, what are you talking about? This is my kid. You know, you don't have the right to." Which she <laughs> is correct. <laughs> and then uh, I love that Edward just is just like, um, "Guys, who's gonna tell her?" <laughs> like, uh, he's just like, "You're so fucked now, Jacob." <laughs> and uh, he's just like before you freak out um it does not mean what you think it means it's a wolf thing it's a wolf thing <laughs> and it's not what you think it means and i'd have no control over this and then <laughs> is just like of course grabs him by the neck like a fucking dog like the dog, I just expect her to go bad dog. <laughs> throws him out, and then she's a baby. It's not my fault, okay? I didn't expect this. It was Nessie who chose me. Nessie, you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness monster, and she keeps hitting Jacob very hard too. And she's like, like slamming I, him in the trees. She's like, I hold her once, Jacob, and you already have a moronic wolf claim on her <laughs> and I love she has an appropriate response she has a point but also i love edwards enjoying this in the background he's like yeah and they're just I don't like fucking you... care bring me some popcorn yeah they're like are you gonna do anything he's like uh i mean there's nothing i can do and i don't want to do it so <laughs> she's like... and then even but then she gets uh she snaps out of it because um she hit, uh, Bella hit Seth because Seth yeah, was defending Jacob. Yeah, slams him into a tree. I was just like, yeah, great. You just broke his fucking spine. Conveniently, um, that Seth was still hanging on compared to Jacob because he has almost the same hit like Jacob in the third one. And he, he was... No, no, you're still holding on. on go. go. Uh, also, but I love Jacob. was like, a, do you remember that you wanted me to be a rabbi for three, three days ago? He's gone, right? It was like, long gone. Yeah, then, because it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. He had to fuck that baby. Yeah, it, that's why I was attracted to you all of this time, Bella. It's because of Renesme. I was attracted to your womb. I was attracted to your womb, Bella. Not Ew. you. And technically, so technically, Jacob is fucking both Bella and Edward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great wedding gift, by the way, because they're so rich, they get the co- they get a, themselves a little cottage in the mm-hmm. middle of the woods. And I wish this was real, because I would live there. It looks pretty maybe cool. Not, maybe not in the middle of the woods. Mm-hmm. Maybe like like where the Cullens are, where it's just like just outside of town, but not. Mm-hmm. But it's still in the woods. But yeah, it's a sweet little co- cottage. They have like a library, of course. The cliched fireplace. The Sex in the City closet. They do. They do have a Sex in the City closet. Um, <laughs> crib, crib room for Renesme and a bed. And then, then Bella, of course, points out vampires don't sleep. It's not for sleeping. If you know mm. what I mean. They're gonna break the fuck out of it. And uh, oh, this yes, time, they did. 
this time they make love and it's like they're on LSD or something. Oh, it looked like an euphoria sex scene with the sparkly and it's like, ah. <laughs> euphoria stole it from this. Yes, definitely <laughs> did. Um, and then she's just like, oh, we got to do this more often and stuff. Because uh, these two are horny. Oh, fuck. and she Every, says, all the vampires are horny as sh- everybody's horny as shit. And she says, "I will never get tired of this. We don't have to take breaks or cash our breads." Like Bella is proposing to Edward that they're gonna just fuck for eternity. I mean, if it was like euphoria sex, then yeah, why not? Well, yeah, that's true. And then here's a plot point because Charlie's been calling twice a day as a concerned <laughs> father would. Yes. And Bella does miss Charlie. And then they're just like, no, we can't tell Charlie anything. We have to tell her that she died so he can grieve and then just not be part of this world because he would be put in danger. Mm-hmm. And then Emmett's just like, oh, I'm going to miss Forks. And then um, Jacob is just like, wait, what? I'm not leaving. You can't leave Forks. Mm-hmm. I have like this. I have this thing with your baby. Okay. <laughs> I can't not do that. Um and then the Collins are like, well, we can't just stay here. Bella's got to be dead, right? Mm-hmm. And then Jacob, of course, is just like... <laughs> like an idiot. Like an idiot. Um, is Goes to Charlie, who is chopping wood, of course. Mm. And uh, he's <laughs> he's like, this is going to be a little bit strange. And Charlie, of course, and is just like, what are you doing? Please put on your clothes. Oh, and uh, he's just like... He's just like... This may seem a little bit strange, <laughs> but this isn't the world that you think that you know. And then he turns into a wolf, and then effectively, yeah, Charlie freaks the hell out. He's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa. And then, uh, so yeah, now Charlie knows that uh, werewolves exist. <laughs> so that must be nice. And then Jacob also uh, runs top a car with somebody that was just driving by. And these two people driving by. And so, a whole lie. So yeah, now people know that there are wolves there. Way mm-hmm. to go, Jacob. You just expose your entire pack. And your tribe. And your tribe. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's not really part of the tribe anymore, but still. Um, After that... Oh yeah, he says that Bella had to go through a change. He's mm-hmm. not specific on what it was. She's a um, lesbian, Charlie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Edward's pissed that Jacob told him. Mm-hmm. And then, and they just, ad- like, adopted a child. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Adopted. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Edward's pissed because he also points out she's a newborn. Mm-hmm. And then they may have endangered Charlie. Mm-hmm. And then they have to coach her how to be a human again. <laughs> which I like the fact that I'm just like, this is just Kristen Stewart just learning in general, because I believe she's like an alien. The honest trailer joke was like, they, even in the movie, they have to teach you how to be human. You blink <laughs> twice. Don't be too fast. Sit straight. <laughs> Not that straight. Not that straight. <laughs> and move slowly. And this is my joke that I would have added. I was like, did Bella forget she was a human a month ago? Was she ever human in the first place? Yeah, that's true, though. Exactly. But Charlie does end up coming over mm-hmm. and uh, they have a very awkward, tense conversation. And then she's just like, I'll tell you what you need to know, except why you except the one thing I want to know. Hmm. It's a mystery box, father. I cannot tell you the truth from a certain point of view. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm I'm like Charlie. He's just so frustrated, but he's just so done. 
Yeah. He's like, I can't do anything about this. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. He, he effectively throws his arms up in the air and just says, fuck it. I'm just yeah. glad I got my daughter back. Mm-hmm. And gives her a hug. And he notices, he notices. right away something's odd because you know vampires don't give off heat. Mm-hmm. So he's probably just thinking, why is she so cold? Mm-hmm. And then Edward comes in with creepy CG baby. Mm-hmm. And he points out, he's like, oh, um, you adopted somebody. Great. He knows right away he doesn't buy it. Because he goes, she has your eyes, mm-hmm. Bella. I don't need to know. It's, but whatever. Uh, it's his special grandchild. Yeah, and then we see Bella running through the woods. Uh, oh yeah, also... there's there's a there's a quick scene with uh, Emmett. Yeah. Also, it doesn't buy that she's the strongest because he's of course the strongest, and then he's like, "You're pretty tame for a newborn." She kicks his ass in arm wrestling, mm-hmm. breaks the rocks and everything. Anyway, go on. And then Bella, she, she goes by the by the sunshine, and then she shines. She's like, "I was born to be a vampire," and in my head I was like, "Sun, shine like a diamond." Every kiss begins with K. Dingly, 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 dingly. And then she got that diamond like in Family Guy. When you see the K added that the girl is going down with it. Yeah. And I was just like, this is the skin of a killer, Edward. See how it did there. But yeah, now in a couple weeks, Renezme, still creepy CG face. Um, starting to look like the actress that played her young mm-hmm. actress named Mackenzie Foy, whom you might know from Interstellar or The Nutcracker in the yes. Four Realms. Murph! Yeah, Murph. Young Murph. Um, then and Renesmee, the Volturi sent a, sent a welcome package to Bella. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're concerned that Renesbe is going to age too quickly and mm-hmm. die because now she can walk and talk and everything and... She's just like, and that just makes every moment much more precious. And they're catching snowflakes. And <laughs> fucking Renesme does a Superman leap. Yes! I was going to say that the way that she flies like Superman. <laughs> <laughs> to catch snow. But we see that Irina, the sister of the Denali clan, sees mm-hmm. Renesme and mistakes her for a what is known as an immortal child. Mm-hmm. Which is a child that has been made a vampire. Which under the Volturi law is big Mm no-no because children are undisciplined they never become mature and they slaughter whole villages and emotion so they actually do have a good reason for not why vampires don't have kids yes and then we get into a flashback like in the maybe late 1200s as we see the denali clan and the votori they're like destroying and destroying their clan and the mother of the Denali gets murdered because she transformed my child into an immortal. And I love the way that Aro does kind of like a quick smile and Dakota Fanning. An Oscar worthy GIF. I'm gonna propose it for the for the fan moment for the Oscars. The way that she throws the baby is like, yeet! <laughs> this is yeah. fucking fire! <laughs> she gets the baby and yeets into the fire. It's hilarious. This P thirteen movie has children dying, beheadings. There's oh, a lot god. of beheadings. Oh my god! This movie has everything. <laughs> this film has everything. Midgets <laughs> on unicycles. Dan Cortez. <laughs> <laughs> New York's hottest club is Forks. 
Yeah. Oh, Stefan. Which okay. he would have been a hell of a vampire. That would have um, been a great one. They just got Bill Hader in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so Alice left a note mm-hmm. saying that her and Jasper are going to go through the Colette land to the mm-hmm. ocean. Um, and they, they're just like, they're gathering witnesses to vouch for Renezme mm-hmm. Because the Volturi will appear when the snowfall sticks. So if it's like one day in like, I don't know, like it's gonna November like be, where it's yeah, snows. like three weeks or something. Yeah, it's not many. It's not much time. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. like, oh shit, because Alice can see the future. She mm-hmm. sees the entire uh, clan rally or mm-hmm. the the Illuminati show up. The Volturi. Mm-hmm. The Volturi. Volturi not naughty or whatever, because um, they're all in like black hoods and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're kind of scared because she's just like, oh, shit, maybe Alice saw something in there. And then later, Bella actually notices her being smart for once. That was written on the back of a page of the book, The Merchant of Venice, which Mm -hmm. is Shakespeare and is actually an inspiration for this particular story. Shakespeare seems to be an inspiration for a lot of these stories, like Romeo and Juliet for for the first two movies. And uh, yeah, mostly just Romeo and Juliet. Um, but Merchant of Venice is the big one in this one. Um, so she finds a note that says a name mm-hmm. in the Seattle and to destroy the book. And mm-hmm. that Bella needed to see this person alone because her mind would be safe from Aro. Mm-hmm. So she makes an appointment at this restaurant. It's a private but, uh, restaurant. Or it's a private appointment, but it's a public restaurant. Mm-hmm. And this Mr. Jenks guy is um oh shit let me is then he kind of like a shady vampire lawyer guy yes and he was Detective Moreland from The Wire the guy that goes she <laughs> from The Wire I knew I saw him from somewhere yes and uh, he's basically like uh, um. By the way, they ordered passports for um, Jacob and Renesme. Jacob and Renesme, as well as driver's license and birth certificates. Basically, um, everything you need to start a new life. But the Alice foresaw her and Edward's death, and this is um, Alice's way of getting Renesme out of there. Mm-hmm. And then we also see Edward showing Renesme to the Denali, saying that Irina was wrong, that she's a hybrid, and she's a hybrid car. <laughs> Which, yes, they have the Nissan commercial going up yes. to the Denali clan. Mm-hmm. And then we see, and then we see Carlo Renesme visiting the Avatar, Mr. Robot himself, Benjamin, controlling yeah, the water. Robbie Malik. Before Mr. Robot. And, uh, when when Billy told me like a year ago was that he's technically the avatar and I was like, damn it, that's true. And you know that the <laughs> other thing, when this movie came up, they just canceled heroes two years before. So for me, seeing all of these vampires with powers, this was my hero season five. <laughs> oh my god. That would make sense. But yeah, they go to Egypt, Ireland, mm-hmm. India, South America, and every time Renesme touches their face and shows That's the- a lot of touching. Yes, there is an uncomfortable amount of touching that 
I guess they can hear her heartbeat mm-hmm. and stuff because I guess vamp- yeah, vampires don't really have heartbeats. They also, my other question will be because technically Renesmee can transmit her memories. Is she transmitting her birth scene to every single one just to prove that she's real? Probably. <laughs> and then we were like, ew. <laughs> and so, and I love the 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 Garrett uh, vampire because I call oh. him James. I call him I call him James Blunt. <laughs> he reminds me of James Blunt from yes. Your Beautiful. <laughs> Garrett, played by Lee Pace, mm-hmm. who I always remember from Pushing Daisies. Ah. He, he he was there from the American Revolution mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Because uh, I loved later in the campfire scene, he's just like, any battle, ask me about it. And they're like, Custer's last stand. I was this close to Custer before the Indians got him. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they were like, they explained that the Denali people are the ones that had an immortal child. So that's why Arena was like that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. And there are somebody in every clan that has a gift. Mm-hmm. So it's. And Kanto stole this from X-Men, which X-Men, or this this stole from X-Men. They have abilities that they need to go to a certain school for, Charles. And uh, technically, so, so this is from Unbreakable and Heroes 2. <laughs> yes, where everybody has a special gift. So Benjamin uh, can control the elements... Master of all four elements. Oh my god, uh, you know what I just imagined? Ima- imagine the new version of Firestarter, and then Mr. Glass has the girl from Firestarter, Renesme. <laughs> he does his unbreakable lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, one of the Denali's uh, can generate electricity. Mm-hmm. There's the two from the Amazons. Yeah, Sefrina, that she can do illusions. And yeah, Senna. she has power over the mind uh, and see what they want them to see. And, uh, and can um, we talk about the Hotel Transylvania vampires? Vladimir oh, and Stefan? <laughs> oh, Dracula 1 and Dracula 2? Yeah! One of them played by Mickey from Shameless. Oh my god, that's true! That is that guy! And they talk like this the entire time. We have going to peak with the Volturi. We have waited a minute to find the Volturi that Italians come. <laughs> I don't say blah, blah, blah. The hammy Russian accent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And then one of these people points out, they're like, Bella, you have a gift. You're a shield, Captain America. No. I, I say shield of shielding in the battle. <laughs> Shield of Shielding. <laughs> it's a Gravity Falls reference for those yes. who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it makes sense as to why nobody's powers work on Bella. She's just born with just the ability to just block out everything. She's a plot like convenience. A it's a pl- she's a plot convenience. <laughs> and uh, that's why Edward can't read her mind or nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, hey, why can't... Um, you just expand your shield to other mm-hmm. people so you can shield others. And so they try it. First two times doesn't work. And then the third time's the charm mm-hmm. works. And I was just like, I wish it were that easy in real life. Yep. And then we see that after Bella after Bella visits this shady lawyer with the passports, we see that Bella prepares a backpack with a lot of money. I was impressed with how much money they were fitting in that bag. And it was like, she leaves a note for Runesme. 
you're going to be fine with Jacob. Here's some money for you to start over with him. And then they invite Charlie to spend a trip for like two weeks on the Fraser River with his new oh, girlfriend. Yeah, his new girlfriend, by the way, by the way, is Seth and Lee's mother. Mm-hmm. So he took over his friend Harry's wife. But they seem happy. Yeah, they together. seem really happy. And I'm just like, good for Charlie. And they had a nice Christmas and everything. And I love they're just like, you leave the next day. By the way, uh, it's not refundable. It's not refundable. And he's just like, yeah, sounds like you're trying to get rid of me. At it. this point, he just doesn't give a shit. And he's yeah. like, it's working. <laughs> and that's the last we see of Charlie Swan unfortunately, <laughs> for the rest of this series. Um, then after that, oh, yeah, Jacob's training new wolves. Um, and they're turning into wolves because high number of vampires there. There's a lot of vampires. I feel bad for the like the really small wolves, like those that children like looks like eight years old, and he's just turning into a wolf. Like God, oh, yeah. So Garrett was a patriot, an American patriot. He fought a so he fought with Carlisle at the Battle of Yorktown, which mm-hmm. was the last battle of the Revolution, American Revolution. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's the Irish Coven, and then there's a there's a vampire named Peter. Um, I call them the hipster vampires. Yes. Um, and he fought alongside Jasper in the Civil War as a newborn. Mm-hmm. Another plot convenience or just retconning. No, this is the thing. There's so many fucking characters and only like the Denali and Mr. Robot are the only ones that get kind of like a little screen time. I was like, this is a lot of fucking characters in this movie, especially for oh, the last yeah. one. And... Yeah, Dracula 1 and Dracula 2, Vladimir and Stefan, they're looking for a fight, and they're just like, you think that the Volturi are going to care? They bring their own witnesses. Mm-hmm. We're just here to fight them. Because they destroyed our castles 1,500 years ago. Yeah. Um. So, it says, whenever a coven containing a particularly gifted member is accused of high crimes, Volturi witnesses will testify against that coven. Evidence of the coven coven's crime coming out of nowhere of course so it's rigged it's and a conspiracy it they're, they're the illuminati yeah and they were like in the last movie i was like we know what they want arrow they want fucking alice that's the price in all of the movies that they that arrow wants alice the most yeah and in that's my head, the thing like, well Arrow's like siler he just wants the best people with powers around him but yeah, that's the thing. They use it to conveniently destroy the covens, but keep all the gifted ones for their guard. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they, yeah, it's all a big conspiracy theory, which ends up being true. Um, and then after this, we get into the battle. Yes. So everybody is starting to go in a straight line as they cliche or the cliche of the straight line. Mm hmm. With all the covens and the gifted people and the wolves now, because now they're mm-hmm. allies. The Rekos are coming. Oh, boy. Uh, but yeah, Aro just wants Alice. Because mm-hmm. he knows he can't get Edward. And then um, Aro is like... Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. We also get like a, we'll fight with you. We'll fight. Because there's another guy uh, named Alistair mm-hmm. who is just like, He's a bit of a loner. He's just like, yeah, I'm not going to fight the Volturi. I'm just here as a witness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, then after that. Yeah, Arrow in the battle, he's like, I want to meet her. 
And then we see that Bella is walking with Renee's man. Oh, young Bella. Immortality suits you. you. And as we see that Arrow hears Renesmee's heartbeat, please do it. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Sheen giving the most iconic moment of the whole fucking franchise. (laughs) Comes out of fucking nowhere. Yes! Absolutely nowhere. I laugh my ass off. I can only imagine that the entire theater just lost it. Yes, Michael Sheen enjoyed that performance. Oh, enjoyed it. it. Um, yeah, Carlisle's trying to reason with them, and then obviously um, that's not happening. But and then uh, we see that Alice shows up as we see them. Oh, no, no, no. Ren- uh, may touches his face. And Arrow knows the truth. She's not an immortal child. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Arena, you got some explaining to do. I thought you said this was an immortal child. And she's like, she was younger when I saw her. I take full responsibility. And then I, I was just went, okay. And then they rip her head off, light her on fire. She's fucking mm-hmm. dead. Yep. And then... And then... Oh, yeah. Um, One of them... Um, the... Amazon has to blind the sisters to now calm fight. them down to not fight because of course they are pissed. It, and then I love what Arrow says right here. He says, I was like, uh, oh, the humans possess a threat. They have technology to destroy us. They have weapons of mass destruction to kill us. <laughs> like it sounded <laughs> like he said weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> he comes <laughs> up the- with the biggest excuses. To try yeah. to get their plan. And then he's just like, but she's not an immortal child, but she still could pose some danger. We don't know how she could be. She's unpredictable. Yes. Which every, the only thing we do know is that what we know is safe. Mm-hmm. As as we know, that cliche. And but then, then, like you said, Alice comes. Alice shows up. I was like, I have evidence that the child will not harm us. And I love how they also, they tackle Jasper and they bitch slap him so fast. <laughs> and, yep. And then it was like, uh, and then Alice grabs the grass arrow's hand. I was like, and she's like, it doesn't matter what I show you. You will not change your decision. And she turns around and tells, uh, tells Bella, now. And then she says goodbye to Renesme. And then Jacob is already a, a wolf. And then Alice kicks Arrow in the face and make Arrow fucking flies. And then Roundhouse see, kicks him. And then all of the all of the vam, the the votaries are grabbing Alice about to kill her. And then Carlos like, let her go. And then he runs super fast, tackles Arrow, but then Arrow snaps fucking. This was an amazing reveal in the movie theater. The people lost it. Of Arrow holding Carlos' head. His terrible head, by the way. That, uh-huh. that is the most fake looking head ever. But it was fucking shocking. I remember the first time watching this, I just went, what the shit? Did they just kill Carlisle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they did. They ripped his fucking head off. People right lost it. Especially because this is not in the book. All of the thing in the battle was seen was this is not in the book. So people that read the book were fucking losing it. Yeah. And then since Carlisle was the big reason why everybody was there, everybody does the running in slow-mo. Ah! And then all that war happens. And it's yeah, it was awesome. like, oh, we will avenge him. Like in the first Avengers movie, like Coulson. Yeah. 
And then you see Bella shielding Jasper from Jane, because of course Jane can just go paint. <laughs> and uh, Jasper's fighting with this guy, Dimitri. And then we saw, oh yeah, we saw um, one of the people that uh, Carlisle invited did not do it because out of fear of the Volturi, and the Vol- mm-hmm. Volturi found him. Uh, the brother Alec, whose arms can turn into the smoke monster from Lost, yes, um, was there. But uh, Jane, he tackles Bella, and Jane is able to make Jasper feel pain. And then the big one, Felix, um, holds Jasper down and Dimitri rips him. off his head. So ja- Jasper's dead now. Of course, yeah. Alice being pissed. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then we see, e- yeah, Emmett runs to Bella's aid, mm-hmm. and he rips off Alec's head. Wake his fucking leg. Yes. Because as we know, uh, Emma is just a total beefcake. He's got some huge biceps, by the Mm -hmm. way. And then probably the most brutal death or one of the two most brutal deaths is Seth. Oh, a soldier. I felt so bad for Seth in this. And, uh, I don't want to be mean, but when he died in the movie, I was like, who the fuck is he? <laughs> because he's in a wolf form. I was like, who the well, fuck is yeah. he? <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of hard to tell. But no, um, Jane gets her pain to Seth. Mm-hmm. And then Felix comes and crushes him. Mm-hmm. Zack Snyder and style, baby. Zack Snyder style. And it's not, it's not, it's like you hear everything. And, and then Leah over there. And then Christ. she, of course, howls. Yeah, and Jacob and Renesme are running away. And the one black Volturi guy, of course. The only black no- vampire, that's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, well, next to Laurent. Yeah. But of course, one of the few like black people. <laughs> and the one that has to get Renesme, mm-hmm. of course, he has to do the work. Um, He's a red shirt. Jacob rips his head off, by the way. <laughs> He's a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> he is a red shirt. And then and we the, see Mr. Robot. Opening the ground, Return of Jafar style. This is a reference. <laughs> yeah, and uh, then he opens the earth to where you see the lava and mm-hmm. like, like people he start falling in. You see like two or three wolves fall in, and then you see that Renette, uh, es- Esme yeah, was Esme, about to die. Esme was about to die, but Leah comes in and actually saves her, and then Leah just dies. Mm-hmm. She falls in. Um, we see Edward falling into the rubble. Yeah, with Dimitri. But uh, Dimitri I dies. can make a lot of things. Ah, ah, ah! <laughs> yeah, but Edward ends up... Flying uh, like Superman. Climbing out, yeah. And uh, <laughs> then after that... Jane versus hmm. Alice. Ah, yes, Jane versus Alice. And of course, um, Bella's protecting... Shield um, of shielding. Shield of shielding. And then Jane is just like, oh, shit, and tries to run. <laughs> but she grabs her by the throat, throws her to, it turns out it's Sam, and he rips her head off. Oh, and yeah. And it's awesome. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out the only big three are left, which is Aro, Caius, and... Uh, the other one. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. The, the one I called, I just call him Jeff Bridges. I call him no, finally. No, 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 no. No, um, Jeff Daniels. He looks more like Jeff Daniels. <laughs> or, he will be um, dollar store Jeff Daniels. Yeah, <laughs> he does. And uh, then we get the second worst death, which is Caius. Mm-hmm. Because ah. they, not, they don't just rip his head off. They rip it from the mouth. They mm-hmm. rip off half his head. 
They rip off half his fucking head. This is being 13, by the way. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, and uh, um, then Marcus just goes, finally. <laughs> and Vladimir and Stefan just come and they just rip him apart. Yep. Like midair. So it was so easy, though. Well, yeah, he didn't care. Yeah. Um, and then Aro comes. He's charging at Edward and Bella. Mm-hmm. Knocks them both over. But uh, Edward grabs Bella to throw a rep to kick him. Like like <laughs> Black Widow. Like, like they do it with Black Widow in the Avengers. They use mm-hmm. that move. <laughs> and then um, Bella jumps on his back. And then the, both of them rip off his head. Mm-hmm. And then you see Bella... Um, grabbing a torch. Grabbing a torch, burning Aro's head. And then it cuts to... Or it's like this close-up of Aro's dead eye. And then it's like, oh shit, everything is happening. It's all a vision. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact that everybody booed when this happened. My theater cell was like, what the fuck? Like, there was no boo. I was like, whoa. And I was like... It's so interesting to watch people who yeah. haven't seen Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2 watch just the reveal of like, oh, this never actually happened. I, I, I was I, the same way. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, what? I was so mad. I'm pretty sure that M. Night Shyamalan's daughter was with M. Night Shyamalan at the opening. I was like, father, do you wrote this? <laughs> and I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just Alice. It's an Alice vision. <laughs> extended Alice vision to Aro and Aro is just like oh shit we can't fight because we will all die also this, this is a great change comparing to the book because this was not in it because it was just there the meeting talking and that was it yep and uh, I love that Caius is just like but they're still conspiring with the werewolves and uh, she still poses a threat and they're like, look, if we can assure that she's not going to be dangerous, can you leave us alone? And then they're just like, yeah, but that's not going to happen. And then I love how Arrow turns around with Kyle's and like, shut the fuck up. They're going to kill you the worst way, asshole. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. And then we really wants to fight. And then we see the witnesses of Alice, this really shirtless, I cannot believe he's surviving the cold, and this uh, shirtless Brazil, Brazilian man. And he says, like, I was born half human, half vampire. My mother died in birth. My aunt raised me, turned me into an immortal. And uh, Bella was like, how old are you? I was like, I'm 157 years old. And Arrow asked, how, when did you mature? When I was seven years old. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jacob's got six more years, buddy. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can survive on, on human food and blood. So, and then we see... And then we see Arrow's like, well, we made the decision. There's not going to be any fight today. As we see the Volturi running and Arrow just sees Bella. It was like, such a waste. And they just ran off. And then Vladimir and Stefan was like, you fools. You would not have a chance. Our Devotory would not forgive. And they also ran away. But yeah, and then nobody fucking cares. They're nobody like, fucking oh, cares. <laughs> okay, cool. Oh, oh yeah, um, we saw that the Garrett guy fell in love with one of the sisters, mm-hmm. the one that could shock people. Yep. So I, I mean, they had a look earlier, and you were just like, "Oh, you know, those two are gonna fuck." So <sighs> the only one that died in this not technically battle was Irina because she was the one with the gossip. Yeah, but she sort of deserved it. It was her yeah. fault. 
And then, uh, so everybody's departing, everyone's saying thanks and everything. And then they leave in peace. Alice, seeing a vision for the last time, um, we see everybody just, oh yeah, this is what why it's implied, because we see Renesmee older with Jacob mm-hmm. and everything. And uh, like, it wasn't explicit in the book that they get together romantically. And for a while, he is just her protector and shit. But it, uh, I think it is later implied that they do end up together. Yes, and Stephanie Meyer, she's writing the sequel with Renesmee as a teenager with Jacob. She has a lot of just like she's got a difficult challenge. She just wrote herself into a corner. Yep. In that in that respect, because there is a lot of creepy grooming. Mm-hmm. And then so, yeah, Edward catches Alice's thoughts, mm-hmm. and he, they're just like, "Yep, we got our happily ever after." And I love that Edward was like. Uh, it was like, I'm glad she has you. And Jacob was like, should I call you that? No. Oh, God. That's the line also. <laughs> no. And then he's just like, ha um, And then we which see. Is kind of, it is kind of ironic. Though, mm-hmm. because, so, yeah, that's the last of all the Cullens, the only ones that and Jacob. And so, yeah, Jacob goes out as a creep. Mm-hmm. And then we see Bella and Edward at the garden, mm-hmm. the In iconic the garden. And we see that Bella opens her mind to Edward. Now Bella can control her shield to let okay. Edward in. Yep, they recap we... the whole movie with a thousand years. Really good song, it's, though. But overplayed. <laughs> yes, it's overplayed. They overplayed yes. this fucking song so much. And um, we get our final montage of the, all the events from the past uh, four movies. The entire franchise. Mm-hmm. franchise so it's just like okay so it's good to know that bella's thoughts include montages mm-hmm. and then they kiss they kiss and uh they're like we have a lot of time of we have forever yep and then i don't know if you have the last which i think it's the last line from that's the last the line book. we have a lot of time we have forever because nobody has ever loved you the way that i love you and so that was the last line and then we get into what Anthony and Joe Russo stole from this movie, the sequence of everyone in the franchise showing uh, all the way from the yep. last person that showed up in the in the fifth movie all the way until the leads. The only thing that they didn't stole was the signatures. <laughs> yep. And then that's it. That's the end. We we did it. We fucking did it. <laughs> and we did two movies in, in in less than an hour and a half. Yeah, so what'd you think? I my thoughts first with part one. Part one is so damn boring, but I will defend that the horror scene is fucking amazing. That's the only redeeming quality of part one. Part two, the thing that I'm like. Part two has so many damn stories that are so interesting and they're technically just on the background because we had to focus on the battle. Like, would it have been interesting to see a little more of the Denali, their fucking pain of making those children and losing their mother or at least seeing Mr. Robot as the avatar using his powers to do more more fucked up things? It would have been amazing. (laughs) <laughs> like, there was so much potential with all of those vampires with superpowers. Like, even as a joke, just imagine fucking Miss Petrelli or Noah Bennett from Heroes showing up to recruit all of these fucking vampires. <laughs> yeah, but 
part two is much better, better improvement. I think part one should have been edited down maybe like an hour. I think you have edited these both movies in three hours, and I think it would have played well instead of separating two movies. But don't you know, putting it in two movies, not only does they get more money out of it, but mm -hmm. that was also, again, what Harry Potter did. Mm -hmm. Like almost immediately after Harry Potter did, they're just like, oh, we're doing it too. Uh, Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2. And Divergent well. technically did only the first half. <laughs> we don't leave. We, we, we never saw. Mockingjay did it. Mockingjay did it. Yeah, like the big franchises did it. It died, thankfully. But that was the big thing. Harry Potter did it because it needed to be split up. Mm -hmm. Because there was so much story to tell. Mm -hmm. And they didn't want to leave anything out of it. So that had made sense. Breaking Dawn, you could have made this one movie. Yes. Easily one movie. But that said, Breaking Dawn Part 1, I think, like you said, the birthing scene really does save a lot for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot better than I remembered it. Yes. Um, Like the ones that I liked more, which was like Eclipse, um, that doesn't hold up as well. And then there's um, Breaking Dawn Part 1, which... It's better than I remembered it. And then Breaking Dawn Part 2, where I think it's the best since the first movie. Yes. For me. It, again, there's all these interesting stories that could have been. It's just like, so Stephanie Meyer is just setting up all these spinoffs, I guess. Mm -hmm. That she or, never technically wrote. Yeah. Or just fucking needed padding for the book. Mm -hmm. That book is thick. The last one. Well, I mean, that's not the only thing that's thick, am I right? <laughs> and also, the other thing that I also like about part two is the twist of the battle. It's I a really good twist. I not like that twist. I mm. hate that twist. But the fact that we got to see the battle mm -hmm. is great. Because and it's also a twist on the book that that never happened. Yeah, they just talk and then nothing happens. That's it. Like... Well, how are we going to rate it as a whole movie or we have to do it in both parts or like a separate part? Mm, fuck it. Let's do one movie. As a one movie, I will give it an eight. Oh, um, as one movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I give it a six. Yeah, because I will give it an eight just because it has the extra points because of Dakota finding killing a child into the fire. <laughs> The twist and the bird scene. <laughs> no, it did have a lot of great things in it. And overall, I am glad I rewatched this franchise. Mm -hmm. It's a great way of capping off our month of love. Yeah, and also it was interesting because it's like, it is technically kind of like a, a really weird, it shows like the, the 2010s, like obsession of doing YA. It is a time capsule. It is sure. a time capsule of that era. And I will, I'm so happy that we finally did all of the Twilight movies, though. Yes. But next month, which is my month, mm -hmm. I got to pick this. Um, we're going to do something very different. We're going to do a director. It is not the director that we did last year. Mm -hmm. um, we're doing Tim Burton. Ah! And so, with the eve of the Batman coming out dun, especially since this is the fruit through line mm -hmm. of robert pattinson being the new batman yeah we are going to look at batman 
1989 with yes! Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson. And hopefully we have a guest there. Mm-hmm. I do have somebody in mind. Um, but if not, that is where you will catch us next week. Next, same bat time, same, same bat, bat channel. channel. So yeah, where and- can the good people... Uh, uh, say what you need to say first. I was going to say, yes, you can find me as always at RobertRDC on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on TikTok at RobertRDC. You can also f- follow the podcast on SYNS Pod on Twitter. And also, please give us a review on Apple, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify if it's still standing, and you, Billy? <laughs> yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at MasterPuns196. Every word starts with a capital letter. You can also follow me on Instagram at Billy Batson's Lightning. Nothing is capitalized. And once again, you can follow our Twitter at SYNS Pod and give us a five star and just give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Don't be an asshole. And um, you can also listen to us on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, maybe SoundCloud, wherever podcasts are listened to. And as always, see you next summer. A thousand years calling for a thousand more. Ha, 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 ha.